nice. It feels like a nice, clean little band. Someone else using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere. Uninvited. Dirty thoughts. A nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? What's up, fam? You out there? You listening? Coming to you live from central Wisconsin. Hope all was well, everyone out there. Happy Thursday. Hopefully you had a chance to check out the show earlier today with myself and Red Pill 78. It was a lot of fun hanging out with Red Pill. It's been a few weeks since we uh, had our schedules all mixed up and stuff. Stuff going on, me moving, all that, all that kind of fun stuff. But it was good to catch up with Red Pill again. So if you guys missed that, missed that earlier, check out Red Pill 78 stream from earlier today. We had a good discussion about all things that are happening today. Lots happening out there today in the world of Durham, in the world of Hunter Biden, in the world of General Flynn. Lots of news to get to today, so we're gonna we're gonna go through it all. I, I want to spend the time today actually reading what I wanted to read yesterday, and that is General Flynn's uh, additional sheets uh, for the lawsuit that he filed. Uh, so we're gonna get to that pretty quick, and then we'll go straight to Durham and see what's happening over there today in Durham. There's some breaking news uh, that are that's happening out there right now. There's some interesting stuff, uh, so we'll get to that here pretty quick. Hunter Biden's back in the news, so I want to talk about that and show you guys the information that's been kind of swirling in the winds in the uh, the nethers of the internet that no one seems to be talking about. I've tried to hit on it, you know, the past few weeks, a little bit here and there, uh, but I haven't hit on it directly. Uh, so Garrett Ziegler, Ziegler, excuse me, is um, you know, has been kind of. You know, slandered, smeared, like discredited by a lot of different people in in uh, different different uh, parts of the of uh, <laughs> the Twitter sphere and the truther sphere and the Telegram sphere. I'm not right, quite sure why, to be honest. I've been I've been watching him kind of closely for a while now, and he seems to be on the up and up. He did a great job in the Trump administration, and uh, so um, I'm gonna I mean, we'll get to some of the stuff from Hunter Biden today too. Uh, other than that, there's some there's a lot of other stuff, just kind of general news that's out there today. So we'll get to all that stuff that's happening out there today. But first, I want to welcome up everybody in over there from the Fox Lot app. Thanks for being here today, guys. I hope all is well. Uh, it is a uh, it is Thursday, uh, five nine. 19 already uh we're, we're into week three already of may and in time is flying by with the quickness here uh everyone over there in the fox lot have to me a favor uh help sh- share the stream out there on your favorite social media Tell everyone about the Foxhole.app and tell them to come make an account over here. Tell people why it's the best streaming platform. If you want to help streamers or if you want to get to get, you know, develop kind of a, 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 a family style atmosphere of people who have all come together for the right purpose. Uh, that's what it's like over at the Foxhole.app. So do me a favor. Tell everyone about it. Uh, put it in your favorite social media and tell them to come check it out. And the reason why it's one of the best is because if you want to help support streamers, uh, Foxhole.app, the vast majority of the don't your donations goes 
to the streamer. That's why it's the best platform out there. Kind of places like DLive and Twitch, they take the vast majority of your money, and the streamer gets the, the, the littlest part of it. So that's why it's an awesome platform. Thanks for being here today over there on the Fox Without App. You saw it here. Knock my socks off. Liberty Bells. Willie, fix it in the house. Texas Bear, good to see you. And Mez over there in Pasadena in the house. Sean Joe, what's good? Thank you for the cookie, brother. Hope all is well. Thanks for joining us here today. You can see there's a lot of great streamers over there streaming right now. Over there, UK Neil is a is a great mind. He's got a lot of stuff going on over there. 412 and on, based Amy, uh, Christian Patriot, Chill Gaming, the Monica J. That's a new one. Uh, show Drunk Pinata's live right now. TikToks is live live right now. Um, Johnny Dangerously, Sloan TV, Patriot News, and Patriot Soapbox all live right now. So you got you got your pick of the litter there of whoever you want to watch, and then you're over here watching me. So I appreciate you guys very much. Thanks for hanging out today. If you want to find everything uncensored, it is uncensoredabe.com. That's where you can find it. You can you can find the podcast for Podbean, iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify. Pick one, anyone. They're on there. Tr- Telegram, True Social Links are at the very top. You can also watch the show directly from the website. Just click watch right there. Check out the merchandise when you get time. Also. Um, New shirts coming and stuff like that on that front. I'll be working on that tomorrow, finally, if I get a chance. I got my computer fixed. Uh, it, uh, I took it apart, put it back together, and boom, it works. <laughs> everything everything seems to be good to go. So no problems here on that front. The live stream is every day, 5 Eastern, 4 Central. You can catch it on Foxhole, DLive. Uh, DLive d- d- demonetized me and k- kicked my chat because I was sharing important links in chat. So take all your money out of DLive. Screw them. See you later. Have a nice day, DLive. Twitch, Rumble, uh, CloudHub, Tiger Network are where you can find the live streams. And I'll be looking at expanding those here in the near future as well. YouTube banned us, so be it. Screw them. Previous shows are on on the show right there, as well as previous show content that you may have missed. How to keep the lights on, Cash App, PayPal, and Patreon are your favorite platform. That's how you can do that. I can't do this without you, and I appreciate all your guys' support. Thank you very much. You can also help support the show by going to MyPillow.com backslash Abe. That's right, MyPillow now sponsors Uncensored Abe, and you can check out the the website. Uh, You can click it directly right there or in the links in the chat. And it pulls up this. Receive a free gift with a promo code Abe and a nice discount, too. Uh, the MyPillow slippers are, are are having a blowout sale right now. So there's a big promotion for the MyPillow slippers. So if you want something pretty cool, you get a huge price off, uh, only $50, and they're normally $140. So you get a nice discount on some awesome slippers. If you want to check those out, get uh, that now's your chance to get those. There's a big promo going right now for the slippers. So check that out when you guys get time. You get a free gift. Too, we get a free book with the with the purchase, and also buy one, uh, get one free sheets, pillows, towel sets, all kinds of good deals on there. So if you need something uh, for your house, everybody needs towels, and if you want some cool slippers, now's your chance to get them. MyPillow.com backslash Abe, or you can dial one eight hundred six five three seven eight five six. That's the the direct dial line that you can use to get uh, Father's Day gifts and other things like that. So check that out when you get time. You can help support the show, get yourself some cool stuff. At a high, at a nice discount and free gifts. So check it out when you get time. MyPillow.com backslash Abe. Scroll down to the very bottom. Facebook, True Social, and Gab links are at the very bottom right there. My email address, Linktree, and the P.O. box, of course, if you want to send me something. I still haven't checked it. I haven't checked it in like two months. So if you send me something, uh, I'll try to check. It's been a busy busy few weeks. So thanks for being here today, guys. I appreciate you all. Everyone over there on the Foxhole.app, uh, a great group of people over there. So if you want to join the family, check it out when you guys get time. Alicia B. is in the house, as well as Jazz Q. Good to see you. Bales is in the house from across from our Patriot down under. Much love. 
little brother from Down Under. It's good to see you out there. I hope all is well, my friend. Uh, today, we got lots of stuff to get to. Durham news, Flynn news, uh, Biden, Hunter Biden news. We're, we got to get to it all. So we're going to get to it here pretty quick. Um, everyone over there on Rumble, thanks for being here today, guys. Much love to you all. Do me a favor. Hit that plus button on Rumble and subscribe if you're new. Every day, you're going to find news that you're not going to find anywhere else here on this channel. So check it out when you get time. Hank's in the house knocking my socks off. Chris, thank you for everything you do. Appreciate you guys very much. Polidius as well. The mods for dropping all the links out there. I appreciate you guys very much. Lots of lurkers over there on Tiger Network and DLive. Thanks for being here today. I want to say hello to everyone over there on Twitch. What's good, fam? Twitch fam's in the house. JC Bird dropping a 1,000 bits on me yesterday and gifting out a, 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 and Cat Rocks uh, subscribing as well. Garlic Press, uh, We Fix Bonds, uh, Ganaz, Tony Shouse, Martin K. New follows yesterday over there on Twitch. Thanks for being here today. Dr. J. Blazer is in the house. Good to see you, my friend. I hope all is well. Freedom Train, uh, let's see, you shouldn't be getting commercials on my Twitch. I turned off my commercials on Twitch, so hopefully you're not getting them. Twitch showed a commercial before the stream, really? All right, I'm going to have to see. I have them turned off, so they, you shouldn't get any while the stream's live. Maybe they'll do one before the stream. That's got to be what it is. Maybe they you can't turn that off. Mark Conway's in the house. Good to see you, Mark. Hope all's well. Deplora Laura, God bless you. Z Patriot passed out one eye open to join the commercials. Uh, I'm gonna, I thought I turned them off. I'll double check my settings and make sure that they're, they're that they're turned off. But uh, I, I was only like I was only making like like six dollars a month on commercials, and so I just turned them off, man. Because I we don't have a, I don't have a big audience over there, and it's not worth your time to sit around and go through commercials when you have more important stuff going on. So thanks for being here today, guys, over there on Twitch. Uh, Keep True is in the house. God bless you. Uh, Joe Elaine, thank you for uh, for the best wishes on the new house. It is awesome. And uh, I, every day I'm kind of working on stuff and getting stuff done. Uh, Deplora Laura, you don't get any commercials? I, I think that's, yeah, I, I, that's weird. I don't know. So maybe it's, uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, D Hexed is in the house. Good to see you. Patriot Teresa, Teresa, thank you for the cookie. Good. God bless you. Thank you for that. Uh, Mez says, we need some sauce. I got some sauce for you today, my friend. The Nameless Block. Thanks for being here. Denise, God bless you. Hope all is well. And Poonslayer here as well. A good crowd working their way in today. Thanks for being here today, guys. I appreciate it. We got lots to get to, and we're going to kick it off here with some General Flynn news today. Dang it. You know what? I wanted to try to log into my true social real quick. I forgot uh, that I wanted to try to do that today. Uh, I think I remember my password. Let me let me try something real quick here. What email did I use? <laughs> hey, Thumper Rose. Trick Pony. Thank you for that. Uh, Gold Pills. Thank you very much. Hold on a sec. I want to see if I can log into my true... Because there's some interesting stuff that happened on true social today. So I want to see if... Uh, if I can log in on here, what email address did I use? <laughs> um, crap, forget it. I'll have to do it tomorrow. I don't remember any, any of my login information that I used. So. <laughs> oh, well, it's going to have to wait. All right, let's get to the news. Let's see what's going on out there today. Um, I know you guys are going to want to see this. Henry 4570 in the house. Jazz Q, anybody know what happened to James Red Pill America on Rumble? No, I did not hear anything about that. Um, Dunhill, good to see you. Uh, you didn't get any commercial on your phone, the parlor? Gotcha. All right, so check this out. Um, this is what I wanted to read yesterday, and it is the uh, additional sheets for General Flynn's lawsuit. Let's kick it off with this. 
Um, Western Journal had this on. General Flynn makes his move. I don't give a crap. I'm going after these people. Lieutenant General Flynn, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn is warning the FBI and the Department of Justice that he is coming for them by filing a lawsuit seeking $50 million in damages for malicious prosecution related to the discredited Russia collusion crusade. Flynn was uh, briefly Donald Trump's national security advisor, as you guys know. Um, Flynn was on The Absolute Truth with Emil Robinson on Tuesday, and he uh, there's a short video here that I wanted to see, and then I want to I want to actually read the filing because I got a feeling there's going to be some interesting stuff in there that can, we can tie in with the Durham stuff, and I think it's worth doing that, and then maybe reviewing some Q posts on it as well. So there you go. Um, running smooth for the desktop version. Gotcha, Mike Montana. Thanks for the can. I appreciate that. So let's check this out from General Flynn, and then I want to read the full. Uh, uh, we filing. are, you know, I have going back into the Department of Justice to let them know, to put them on notice that I am going to sue these people. And I don't, I don't you know, give a crap about the, the money as much as I do to let them know I'm not going to sit on my laurels and, and, and do woe is me and wring my hands. We are going to go after these people. And we actually filed very quietly a, uh, an intention to sue to the Department of Justice, all of these people from, from Jim Comey up to President Obama. Jim Comey up to President Obama. Nice. Uh, in his damages, he is seeking uh, damages for lost past and future earnings and revenue, emotional distress, lost opportunity to be President Trump's national security advisor, significant restraints of personal liberty, attorney fees and expenses, court costs in defending against malicious persecution, prosecution, abuses of process, false arrest, et al. activities of the FBI, DOJ, and the White House, according to Just the News. Um, so there you go. Flynn's filing adds that the DOJ case is fraught with with uh, the failed investigation filed by the FBI and was goaded by political motivations, not a search for truth or justice. Indeed, I'm glad you're here as well, Jolene. God bless you. Here is the full filing. I want to. I just want to spend the time on this, man. I haven't seen anybody really cover it, and for my own benefit and for ours, I want to see what he has in here. So. Without further ado, it's six pages. Basis of the claim filed in the additional sheets. It is this. Michael Thomas Flynn. Flynn began serving as National Security Advisor on candidate President Trump's presidential campaign in or about February of 2016. Previously, on August 30th, 2014, Flynn had retired after 33 years of service in the U.S. Army, including rising to the rank of Lieutenant, Lieutenant General, serving as Assistant Director of National Intelligence in the, in the Office of Director of National Intelligence, ODNI and serving as the 18th director of the, the Defense Intelligence Agency. Thereafter, Flynn and his son, Michael G. Flynn Jr., ran the Flynn Intel Group until 2016, which provided intelligence services for businesses and governments. <clears throat> On or about July 2016, the FBI began to, to express disdain for candidate Donald J. Trump and began to consider ways in which it could hamper Donald Trump as a candidate or as president, where he were he to win the 2016 election. As part of these efforts, the Flynn began to target uh, the FBI began to target Flynn. Flynn was no stranger to the FBI and its leadership, many of whom considered Flynn to be a personal enemy of the FBI and the success of their own FBI careers. The personal animosity against Flynn arose for many reasons, including the following. A sip of my Arnold Palmer, please. All right. In 2014, 
Flynn roiled FBI leadership by intervening on behalf of Robin Gritz, a decorated counterterrorism agent who specifically named and accused Andy McCabe and another top FBI officials of sexual discrimination and retaliation in her complaint. You guys know that we had Robin Gritz on our show a couple years ago, and she is still having a real hard time. Uh, they basically uh, persona non grata uh, Robin Gritz as well. Um. So she accused Andy McCabe and other top FBI officials of a sexual discrimination and retaliation in her complaint. Flynn's support of Gritz included in a letter of 2014, his official Pentagon stationery, a public interview in 2015 supporting Gritz's case, and an offer to testify on her behalf. His offer to testify made him a hostile witness against McCabe, who was soaring through the FBI leadership ranks. The FBI even sought to block Flynn's support for the agent, asking a federal administrative law judge in May of 2014 to keep Flynn from becoming a witness in Gritz's EEOC discrimination and retaliation case. Gritz also filed a complaint against McCabe alleging social media photos she found show McCabe campaigned for his wife's Virginia state Senate race in violation of the Hatch Act. Relatedly, the Justice Department's Inspector General investigated allegations from the Senate Judiciary Committee, Chairman Charles Grassley, and that McCabe may have not properly disclosed campaign payments to his wife on his ethics report and should have recused himself from the Hillary Clinton's email case. Interesting. McCabe, who became a central player in the FBI's Russia collusion tampering investigation, eventually became the FBI's second highest executive, ranking executive for for a time, its acting director, putting himself in perfect position to influence and impact the criminal inquiry against Flynn. According to reports, several FBI employees personally witnessed McCabe making disparaging remarks about Flynn before and during the time Flynn emerged as a figure in the Russia case. McCabe also personally disliked Flynn because Flynn came from the opposite of the political spectrum. Flynn was a key Trump supporter and accused President Obama of facilitating the rise of ISIS through his policies and inaction. Indeed, that is exactly what happened. General Flynn was destroyed for it. McCabe was a Democrat loyalist, Democratic loyalist whose wife campaigned for state office in Virginia as a Democrat with heavy Democratic financial support, especially from Democratic Governor Terry McAuliffe, a close personal political ally of Hillary Clinton. McCabe's imprudent efforts to get his wife elected even became the subject of multiple federal probes. The initial FBI investigation which ultimately led the criminal prosecution of Flynn was named Crossfire Razor as part of FBI's Crossfire Hurricane investigation prompted by the now discredited Steele dossier. The Steele dossier among other things alleged that Trump campaign had illegal ties to the Russian government. In late 2016, shortly before the 2016 election, Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, both agents of the FBI, texted each other about their mutual dislike for the, of candidate President candidate Trump and that if he were elected they had an insurance policy policy and they that they would stop him the next day struck and page opened an investigation into flynn and and struck bragged about bragged that he had invented the name of the investigation crossfire razor from the beginning mccabe directed and oversaw the operation against flynn shortly thereafter joe pianka purported to attend a national security briefing with candidate trump and flynn but pianka's true motive was to observe Flynn as part of Crossfire Razor. In pursuing the Crossfire Razor and Crossfire Hurricane investigations related to to Flynn, 
FBI agents, including Pienka, made multiple false statements to Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court in order to secure surveillance warrants. President Obama warned President-elect Trump that he had profound concerns about hiring Flynn for any sensitive, high-level national security positions. President Obama made this statement despite himself having appointed Flynn to the position of Director of National Intelli- of Defense Intelligence Agency in 2012. On or about November, 2018, November 18, 2016, Flynn accepted President-elect Trump's offer to become his national security advisor. Of all of President Trump's appointees, the Obama White House hated Flynn the most. As the Associated Press reported, all of the all of the Trump's choices, White House officials said it was the selection of of all the choices, it was a selection of Flynn that felt like the most devastating blow. Given the immense authority the National Security Advisor has over matters of war and peace, NPR also reported Flynn clashed with President Barack Obama's White House on on how the U.S. was waging its wars. He felt the president was not aggressive enough and needed to take a more comprehensive approach. As he wrote later in his book, we can't win this war by treating radical Islamic terrorists as a handful of crazies. Flynn wrote the political and theological underpinnings of their immoral actions have been, have to be demolished after just two years at DIA Flynn was ousted. He retired from the U S army in, in, in an American, in an American enterprise Institute blog on November 22nd, 2016 entitled the real source of team Obama's despair over Michael Flynn, AEI senior fellow, Mark Thiessen reported that Obama's white house was so disturbed by Flynn selection as an, Flynn selection as national security advisor quote, because he warned them about the danger of Obama's Iraq withdrawal and predicted the rise of ISIS. And then after leaving office called Obama out for failing to heed that advice. It was under Flynn's leadership that DIA issued a classified report in 2012, predicting everything that has come to pass in Iraq since Obama's withdrawal of American troops warning that the chaos in Syria was creating conditions that could allow Al-Qaeda in Iraq, now ISIS, to make a comeback and declare an Islamic caliphate. Then, in February 2014, a month after Obama had publicly dismissed ISIS as a JV team they, they that is engaged in various local power struggles and disputes and is not a direct threat to us or something that we have to wade into, Flynn went to the Capitol Hill to deliver DIA's annual threat assessment to the Senate Armed Services Committee. He accurately predicted ISIS would probably attempt to take territory in Iraq and Syria to exhibit its strength in 2014, as demonstrated recently in Ramadi and Fallujah, and by the the group's ability to concurrently maintain safe havens in Syria. Everything Flynn's DIA predicted came true, and he was pushed out because people in the White House didn't want to hear it. As Flynn told the New York Times, Quote, it didn't meet the narrative. He was right and they were wrong. Now he's in and they are out. Hence, the creeping sense of despair on the Obama team. (laughs) What else does General Flynn know? That's what I'd like to know. The Obama White House was in so much despair and so distraught by the devastating blow of Flynn's selection as NSA that they calculatingly and with actual malice and corrupt motives conspired to and did use the tremendous power of their positions in the executive office of president and their influence of the DOJ and FBI to personally oppress and harm Flynn. The outrageous conduct that they determined to take along with the FBI and other allies in the department of justice was executed knowingly 
purposely and in complete disregard of General Flynn's rights. On or about January 5th, 2017, FBI Director James Comey and FBI Deputy Director Andy McCabe met in the Oval Office with President Obama. Vice President Biden, <clears throat> Deputy Attorney General Sally Yates, CIA Director John Brennan, ODNI Director James Clapper, and National Security Advisor Susan Rice. During this meeting, the participants agreed to try to, to try to damage incoming President Trump and his new administration, including by trying to prosecute Flynn, President-elect Trump's in, incoming National Security Advisor, to cause him to resign as National Security Advisor. To cripple President Trump's ability to implement national security and foreign affairs policy changes and potentially to get Flynn to turn on President Trump. They also agreed to withhold this agreement from the transition team. Between the Oval Office meeting on January 5th, 2017 and January 24th, 2017, Comey and Yates met to discuss the Flynn matter. And thereafter, Comey and McCabe discussed and developed a specific plan to interview Flynn about the alleged Russian influence. On January 24th, 2017, McCabe called Flynn requesting a meeting, to which Flynn agreed, not knowing he was being set up. Later that same day, on January 24th, two January 24, 2017, two FBI counterintelligence agents met with Flynn at his office. Neither agents informed Flynn prior to or during this meeting that Flynn's statement could and likely would be used against him in a criminal prosecution. On November 30th, 2017, Special Counsel's Office, the Division of United States Department of Justice, filed a criminal information uh, filed a criminal information against Flynn officially initiating a false, reckless, abusive, and malicious criminal prosecution against him. The information erroneously charged Flynn with one count of making false statements in violation of 18 U.S.C. 1001. SEO falsely asserted that Flynn had intentionally omitted and denied speaking with Russian Ambassador Kislyak during an interview with two FBI agents, struck in an agent referred to as Pienka on January 24, 2017. SEO was at all relevant times represented by senior special counsel Brandon Van Grack. SEO initiated the, the prosecution despite knowing that Flynn had not made false statements and, and it had therefore had no responsible belief that Flynn had committed the, the criminal offense and therefore no probable cause. At the time, DOJ by SEO through Van Grack filed the information, it was aware that Strzok and Pianka wrote that they did not believe that Flynn lied during their January 24th conversation. Further, at the time, SEO filed information. SEO was in possession of Strzok's notes that described an early January 2017 meeting at the Oval Office wherein President Obama, Vice President Biden, FBI Director James Comey, and others described Flynn's described Flynn's conversations with Kislyak as legit. Legit in this context meant that Flynn was not conspiring with Russian operatives. During this Oval Office meeting, Vice President Biden suggested using the Logan Act to prosecute Flynn as an alternative theory, despite the fact that the Logan Act has never been used to prosecute any individual in the United States since its enactment in the 18th century. SCO knew that Flynn was innocent of any illegal contact with any foreign power, and yet it commenced the prosecution of Flynn in accordance with its charter to investigate Russian interference in the 2016 election. 
DOJ through its officers and employees in the SEO with the assistance of the FBI and in, conspir- and in conspiracy with the office of the White House had malicious intent when it unlawfully investigated and prosecuted Flynn despite knowing his innocence. Strzok, Page, Pienka, Biden, Comey, McCabe, Van Grack, and others, including those in attendance at the Oval Office meeting on January 5th, 2017, were all aware of the fact that Flynn was not a Russian agent and therefore an improper subject of the cross fire razor investigation. Nevertheless, these federal employees and officials decided to try to prosecute and damage Flynn anyway to destroy Flynn professionally, blocking him from holding a position of influence in the government, thwart President Trump, and potentially get Flynn to turn on Trump. Strzok and Pienka continued to, to participate in the prosecution of Flynn despite having certified that they did not believe he intentionally made false statements at issue. Van Grack possessed these documents and actually prosecuted Flynn and refused to disclose plainly and fully exculpatory material. From FBI Director Comey to Vice President Biden and everyone else who participated in this unlawful conspiracy, they knew that Flynn's calls with Kisilek were legit, and instead of closing the investigation, they tried to think of a new, unprecedented ways to prosecute Flynn. Last couple pages here. Struck and Page had stated a motive to stop Trump, and they designed their investigation and prosecution of Flynn in furtherance of that motive. Page and participated and assisted Struck in his actions. They conceived of the initial investigation into Flynn as an insurance policy should presidential candidate Hillary Clinton lose the 2016 election. When Clinton lost the election, the insurance policy went into motion. Struck and Page investigated Flynn as a way to stop Trump and in an attempt to get false testimony from Flynn that President-elect Trump was a Russian asset. They continued their scheme when they moved from the FBI to the special counsel's office. As part of its efforts to stop Trump, FBI agents, including Pienka, made false statements to the FISA court during its investigation into Flynn. Later, during the prosecution of Flynn, the SCO willfully failed to disclose exculpatory evidence in violation of its obligations under Brady v. Maryland. The exculpatory evidence the SEO failed to disclose includes, but not limited to, the notes from Strzok and Pienka that show the FBI believed that Flynn did not lie to them and the notes describing the Oval Office meeting wherein Comey stated that Flynn's calls with Kisilek were legit and were and wherein Vice President Biden suggested using the Logan Act as a basis for prosecuting Flynn. Each of these examples are plainly exculpatory, either because they directly tend to show Flynn's innocence of the 1001 violation, or because they indirectly tend to show his innocence by revealing the political motivation behind the prosecution. The SEO prosecuted Flynn despite knowing his fact actual and legal innocence and the abuse of the process engaged in during the investigation and the prosecution of Flynn and the FBI continued investigating him even when it knew that he was not a Russian agent. After Flynn deliberately, knowingly, maliciously, and falsely charged was after Flynn was deliberately, knowingly, maliciously, and falsely charged with the 1001 criminal violation, the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia severely limited Flynn's liberty to travel freely within and without the United States. The court imposed travel restrictions on Flynn against his will within the boundaries fixed by the United States and even to boundaries within the United States. As a result of the unlawful prosecution and false arrest and detention, Flynn was unable to freely travel inside and outside of the United States. Not only was his reputation tarnished by the unlawful prosecution, but he was also 
He was unable to personally carry his international consulting business, carry on his international consulting business. For the reasons above, the restrictions severely curtailing Flynn's movements were unlawful, just as the prosecution that created Flynn's movement restrictions was unlawful as well. The FBI agents who interviewed Flynn knew that he, he did not intentionally make any false statements, and yet SCO charged him with intentionally making false statements during that very interview. Further, the FBI certified that it did not believe Flynn was acting as an agent of Russia because the SCO persecuted Flynn when it knew that he was innocent. The SCO had mal- malicious intent. Further, the SEO and the FBI lied to the FISA court, proceeded with an investigation into Flynn's supposed Russian ties when they knew he had none, and threatened his son, Mike Flynn Jr., with prosecution unless he pled guilty to the 1001 offense. All of these facts and others demonstrate that the SCO and FBI acted with malice in prosecuting Flynn. On May 7th, 2020, DOJ moved to dismiss its entire its entirety. To moved in its entirety, excuse me, DOJ moved to dismiss in its entirety its prosecution against Flynn. U.S. District Judge Emmett Sullivan refused to approve the dismissal, necessitating an appeal by Flynn to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. The D.C. Circuit initially ordered Judge Sullivan to dismiss the charges and the case against Flynn but after NBank review, decided to remand the case to Judge Sullivan. On, on November 25th, 2020, Flynn was pardoned by President Trump. On December 8th, 2020, the criminal case against Flynn was finally dismissed by Judge Sullivan in Flynn's favor without any final conviction or sentence. Flynn was the target of a politically motivated investigation and prosecution that had no merit when when it began, no merit during its course, and no merit in the end when the charges were withdrawn by the DOJ and ultimately dismissed by the court after Flynn received a full pardon. During that meritless and unlawful investigation and prosecution, Flynn was falsely and maliciously painted by the conspirators as a traitor to his nation who acted in concert with a foreign power, and the SCO even threatened Flynn's son with prosecution unless Flynn were to plead guilty. The federal government targeting of a citizen for baseless criminal prosecution and eliciting a plea bargain through threatening of family members is outrageous conduct of the highest order. The fact that it was orchestrated and carried out the highest levels of the FBI, DOJ, and White House makes it all more outrageous. And the fact that it was done intentionally, purposely, and with reckless disregard for the rights of Flynn as the president's highest-ranking national security advisor, as a retired U.S. Army Lieutenant General with 33 years of honorable service to our country, and as a citizen of the United States, and as a human being, makes the conduct despicable, even for partisan Washington standards. Not so... (laughs) I just... I don't know what I just did, but I just... uh Messed up everything on my computer. Not surprisingly, Flynn has suffered greatly from the experience of being subject of a politically driven, personal animus motivated, and baseless prosecution, and from having his son threatened with prosecution. This harm is exacerbated by the fact that he has dedicated his entire adult life to serving the United States through military service and is his attempted 
uh, civilian service as national security advisor to a president. The betrayal he suffered by the country that he spent decades serving has caused severe emotional distress. On top of that, Flynn suffered even more emotional distress in losing a once-in-a-lifetime and priceless opportunity to serve as the highest-ranking national security advisor to the president of the United States on behalf of the citizens of the United States of America. Flynn was injured in other ways due to due to the vicious false attacks to his character, including but not limited limited to compensatory compensatory and financial damages, including attorney fees and expenses, court costs and other legal expenses, reputational damages, loss of goodwill and the loss of earnings and future earnings from his international consulting business. Overall, the harm to Flynn has been and is immense as a result of this unjustifiable, outrageous and malicious prosecution of Flynn and the abuse of the process engaged in to carry it out by FBI agents, FBI leadership, the Justice Department prosecutors, and the highest-ranking EOP officials in the Obama administration, including President Obama and then-Vice President Biden themselves, punitive damages are not the only warranted, but absolutely essential to deter any present or future FBI, DOJ, EOP official from harming anyone else like they harmed Flynn. Punitive damages are not allowed under the FTCA, but Flynn is entitled to be fully compensated for each and every one of his precautionary and non-precautionary, I don't know what that word means, losses resulting from the government's conduct against him. All right, that is the full filing. It definitely worth our time to read. Uh, let me see how to say this word and what this word means. Um, pecuniary, 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 pecuniary. I got it. Consistent of of or measured in money of or related to money. All right, you learn a new word every day. There you go. <laughs> That's how I got to do shit because I'm not that bright. I'm just a meathead jarhead, remember? All right, so that's the summary of um, the filing right there. Um, General Flynn and everything that's been happening around him, uh, the prosecution, the persecution of General Flynn has just been absolutely horrific to watch what what the government can do to uh, a, a citizen of America, and it's pretty sad to watch for sure. Um when you search Q post for Flynn, you get 39 Q post, but I'm just now seeing you guys are having a, a, a party over here on, <laughs> on the foxhole. Thank you guys very much for being over there and helping me out very much. I appreciate you guys. Uh, the grouse dropping a cookie on me. Thank you very much. Good afternoon to you as well. Sean Joe, several cookies. Rapture ready. Gambria dropping a phone. Sean Joe, Doug is my trick pony. You guys having a cookie fight over there. I love to see that. Thank you very much. That is very kind of you. Resilient one says, greatly suffered greatly nowhere near as much as my group and now by a judge higher judges not ordered to do things to me 62 years screwed 12 years finally in court with no positive outlook and violation of higher court orders indeed resilient one you hang in there uh someday these people will be held accountable uh we'll go through a few 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 posts that with regards to general flynn that i think you guys will find interesting and then we got to get to the durham news today so we'll hop to that here pretty quick all the lurkers over there on tiger network i want to say hello to you guys out there everywhere wherever you may be today thanks for hanging out and listening today mr vax is out there hanging out good to see you my friend i hope all is well 
Sullivan is a rotten bastard who received money to screw Flynn, and he was okay with that. Indeed, great point. Judge Sullivan is a scumbag. Um, it's too bad that people are so easily bought and paid for these days. Just Mojo saying good for Flynn. Indeed, Joe Patriot. True Social is getting better by the day. Indeed, it is. It looks great, and they're going to be adding a bunch of features to it here in the near future now that they got it fully launched, so that's awesome. Uh, all the upgrades are going to be coming pretty soon. Thanks for being over there on Rumble today. Do me a favor. Hit that plus button on Rumble, and uh, subscribe if you're new. Thanks for being here today. All the lurkers on DLive, thanks for hanging out today. JC Bird, uh, again, all that was from yesterday. Thanks for being here today, guys. Johnny B in the house and comfortably numb. Good to see you. I hope all is well. Uh, the family's in the house. OG Mary, good to see you out there. Susan Groves, care is a word not in the vocabulary. Indeed, that is very true. Chris said, these assholes uh, just jumped on me. I lost it. I had a couple people say, yeah, I found you, and I have no idea who they are. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool because a lot of people have... Um, Recently, I'm assuming that you're mentioning on True Social and stuff. Uh, have I've been finding tons of people. I got like, I don't know, like a thousand followers yesterday. It was crazy. I think was going off like crazy. Hopefully, all is well. Desert Beauty in Northern Arizona. God bless you. I hope all is well. Glenn, thanks for the 145 gold pills, my friend. I appreciate that. Knock my socks off. Said I hope I get to see earthly justice fruition, but no, there is even harder justice coming from them after Earth. Indeed. Greetings from Gatlinburg, Tracy PCB. Good to see you. I pray we see justice and all are held responsible. Joe Lane, I am with you. Um, it, it has to happen. It has to happen. JC Bird, thank you for the for the cup of coffee over there on Rumble. God bless you. Good afternoon, my friend. It's good to see you guys out there. I hope all is well. We're gonna keep it moving here today. There's lots to get to. As I mentioned, uh, there was a lot of information with regards to General Flynn that was given to us through the anonymous Q poster, Q, and uh, we're going to talk about a few of them. It's always good to just search Flynn and then start from the beginning. So, Q post 14 dropped on October 31st, 2017. It is Washington crossing the Delaware, patriots.jpg. Martha Washington, God bless you. It's good to see you. hope you're having a great day as well. This is one of the Q posts that this is one of the Q posts that I read, the first Q post I ever read that hooked me, and I, I from that point on I read every single one of them either live on air or as soon as they dropped. Okay, it says this skiff s c i f in the crosshairs, which we believe was General Flynn. A skiff is a a. Uh, secret place where you can have information shared where the information can't get out of it. So it's a, it's a secure room where you can uh, cover highly classified intelligence and things like that. Q says this, I'm just going to read the whole thing to you. You take it for what it's worth. Take in, take in what you want and we can discuss a little bit. If you want to ask some questions, military intelligence, what is state secrets and how upheld in the Supreme court? What must be completed to engage military intelligence over other three-letter agencies? What must occur to allow for civilian trials? Why is this relevant? What is Flynn's background? Why is this relevant? Why did Adam Rogers, NSA, meet Trump privately without authorization? Does POTUS know where the bodies are buried? Does POTUS have the goods on most bad actors? Was Trump asked to run for president? Why? By who? Was HRC next in line? Was the election supposed to be rigged? Did good people good people prevent the rigging? Why did POTUS form a panel to investigate? Has POTUS ever made a statement that did not, be, that, that did not become proven as true or fact? What is POTUS in control of? What is one essential left organ or what is one organization left that isn't corrupt? 
the military. Why does the military play such a vital role? Why is POTUS surrounded by highly respected generals? Who guards former presidents? Why is that relevant? Who guards HRC? Secret Service, and we've seen recently Secret Service with uh, some major problems with regards to them. They have been infiltrated. Why is Antifa allowed to operate? Why hasn't the Muslim Brotherhood been classified as a terrorist organization? What happens if Soros-funded operations get violent and engage in domestic terrorism? What happens if mayors, police, comms, chiefs do not enforce the law? What authority does POTUS have specifically over the Marines? Why is this important? What is Mueller's background? military was trump asked to run for president with assurances made to prevent tampering how is potus always five steps ahead who is helping potus that is the first post that that mentions general flynn a lot of questions that just for you going back and reading these from one of the first q posts q post 14 you put that back together now if you put yourself back in 2017 at this time and now you compare it to where we are now. Isn't it amazing what a fun ride this has been? <laughs> QPost 36 was dropped in November 1st, 2017. It is another important post that is good to go back and read. It is military intelligence, no media, no leaks. How many military generals have been in and out of the White House in the past 30 days? Focus on Flynn. Background and potential role. What is the common denominator in terms of military backgrounds close to POTUS? Why did Soros transfer the bulk of his public funds to an NPO? Why is this relevant? Who owes a lot to very bad actors? How can she repay as payment? How can she repay as payment was made under promise of victory? What cash payments occurred by Barack Obama during the last 90 days? of his presidency to foreign states and or organizations. What slush fund did AG Sessions through the DOJ put an end to? How does Soros, Obama, Clinton, Holder, Lynch, etc. all net many millions of dollars normally within a single tax year? What was negotiated on the tarmac between Bill Clinton and, and Loretta Lynch? Remember, it was expected Hillary Rodham Clinton was going to win the, during this time period. What if the Wizards and Warlocks tipped off a local reporter as to the, un, the supposed unscheduled stop? What if the NSA, under the personal direction of Admiral Rogers, had this meeting misca- mischaracterized and logged under a false identity to prevent bad actors from locating while also verifying said players all was clear, no logs? What really happened when the Wizard and Warlocks revealed what they had? Was Comey forced into the spotlight shortly thereafter, not by choice, right before the election, no doubt, which would have cast suspicion. These are crumbs, and you cannot imagine the full and complete picture. If Trump failed, if we failed, and Hillary Rodham Clinton assumed control, we as patriots were prepared to do the unthinkable. This was leaked internally and kept the delegate recount scam and Barack Obama from declaring fraud. Dig deeper, missing critical points to paint the full picture. There is simply no other way to, than to use the military. That's that it's that corrupt and dirty. Please be safe and pray for those in harm's way as they continually protect and serve our great country. Man, when you go back and read these, dude. It sends chills down your spine, or at least I just got some down mine. Holy crap. The last one I'm going to read is this one. Q 
QPost 97, dropped on November 5th, 2017. Game theory, define, do your own dig on game theory. Define it for yourself. What do you think it is? Why is this relevant? Moves and counter moves. Who is the enemy? False flags, shooter identification, shooter history, shooter background, shooter family, MS-13, define hostage, define leverage, MS-13, shooter, family, hostage, force, narrative, race, background, why is this relevant, Flynn, what is Flynn's background, what is his rank, was he involved in intel operations, what access or special privileges, why is this relevant, set up. Who wins? Who becomes exposed? Who knows where the bodies are buried? Who has access? What is military intelligence? Who was part of military intelligence during Barack Obama's term? Who was fired during Barack Obama's term? Military intelligence. Why is this relevant? Reread complete crumb graphic confirmed good. Paint the picture. Disinformation exists and is necessary. 10 days, darkness, war, good versus evil. Roadmap of big picture is here. Review post happenings. Clarified crumbs not only for poll, the silent ones, others monitoring friends and enemies. Instructions Snow White Godfather 3 Q. Boom. December 5th, 2017. Q Post 260 came. Who knows where the bodies are buried? Flint is safe. We protect our patriots. Um, 953. How bad is the corruption? This is dropped on March 17th, 2018, before the whole FBI had been fired. How bad is the corruption? FBI, past and present, number one, number one, number two, plus 29 in the parentheses, 16. DOJ, past and present, number one, number one, number two, plus 18. The State Department, past and present, number one, number two, number one, plus 41. Removal is the least of their problems. Projection, HRC to, to Democrats and Hillary, or excuse me, Russia to Democrats and Hillary Rodham Clinton. Projection, Twitter bots to Google, operated, not Russia. Narrative, plus political, slant. Biden and China, big development, traitors everywhere, America for sale, Flynn, targeted, why? Who knows where the bodies are buried? Cleared of all charges, Trump administration version two, election theft, last hope, congressional focus, impeach. They think you are stupid. They think you follow the stars. They openly call you sheep and cattle. There will come a time when none of them will be able to walk down the street. Biggest fear, public awakening cue. That's my friends are why so many of us got wrapped in to Q-Post because it was telling us what was happening at the time. And now we are watching in these things that are happening with General Flynn in this lawsuit and with Durham being released today. We're going to get into Durham here right next, right now. Um, we're watching these events play out. And it is just, for some of us, it's like, man, it is, it's just amazing to watch. There's a year and a half now of amazing events that are happening that just, to me, nothing is what it seems. Nothing that we see makes sense in this world. It tells us that there's a lot of stuff still happening out there that maybe we aren't aware of. And that's why shows like mine and people like me do things like this to try to cut through the the little crumbs that are out there and try to figure out what's going on. None of us have it all figured out. None of us know what's going to happen next, but all of us 
are in this because we're trying to figure out what really is going on because we realize whatever is being played on our social media and our TVs and the radio and whatever uh, Hollywood says, the opposite is likely happening. So with that, I appreciate you guys being here. It's, been, it's always fun to go back and rewind those. Sonia asked me, what do I think is going on with Robin Gritz? You know what? She reached out to me and not long ago, I will give her a call. How's that sound? And we'll have her on the show. And we'll get the words straight from her. What happened to her is she found out a lot of the stuff that was happening under McCabe and how he and Mueller got to the, worked their way to the depths, to the bowels of the FBI and how they did it. And she uh, was destroyed for it. So um, whenever a patriot gets involved into uh, an organization that is as corrupt as our government is uh, that, you know, she was the original Flynn. She was destroyed for trying to do the right thing. And she is a great person and her life is still in shambles right now. I'll tell you what, I'll reach out to to Robin and see if I can have her on the show. There's been a, I have a book of people that I want to interview. So um, I'm going to have her, I'm going to have, start doing that, uh, weekly. I'm start going to have more interviews and things like that. So all that stuff's coming here, guys. I just got to get settled in back into the, to the swing of things here. And then, uh, we will, um, start getting that stuff done. So I appreciate you guys being here today. We're going to get to Durham stuff here pretty quick. So I want to just say hello to all you guys out there. Thanks again for being here, Mr. Vax and Hank and knock my socks off all you guys over there on rumble. Uh, uh, JC, good to see you out there. Zen, 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 Zen that guy. Good. <laughs> My tongue is all messed up today. Um, so there you go. Joel says, I agree with you. You can feel the walls closing in on the Dems. It, it definitely is for sure. Found you on Red Pill 78 show. Fellow Escani here. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you, uh, Fever Flav. I'm glad to be glad you're here with us today. Thanks for being here. So I appreciate you guys. Everyone over there on Twitch, thanks for hanging out. Susan Groves, Peggy, good to see you out there. Hope all is well. Uh, Weezy Girl's in the house. Much love, Weezy Girl. What's for dinner, OG Mary? I'm going to make, uh, I'm going to, actually, my wife might be cooking dinner tonight. I don't know. She's she's off today, so sometimes she cooks. But I have an idea for dinner tonight, dear. If you would like me to cook, I will be happy to cook tonight. All right. Let's get to the next section here. Michael Sussman is what I have up next. And I'm just going to keep it keep it moving here today. There's new information that is out there as of right now. I'm going to get to that. So let's let me get to it, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about it all. With this uh, Technofog, as you guys know, I'm going to read every one of his um, drops, and so we can get a good good uh, summary of yesterday's events. This is as of uh, this morning, day two of the Sussman trial started with some housekeeping. Here are some of the ruling of the note. Robbie Mook was scheduled to vacation in Spain. Will will testify on Friday. He's a defense witness. Evidence of Steele's meetings with Sussman and Fusion GPS in July of 2016 and his tasking to conduct research on Alpha Bank, according to the judge, can come in. The judge observed they are relevant to Mr. Sussman's activities for the campaign and his attorney-client relationship as far as it went with the campaign as it relates to Alpha Bank. On to the witnesses. We start with a short testimony of Deborah Fine. Fine began working for the Hillary Clinton campaign, a.k.a. Hillary for America, as one of several deputy general counsels in May of 2016. 
She answered to Mark Elias, the campaign's general counsel. After being presented with calendar entries confirming her daily calls with Fusion GPS, she testified that she worked with them as part of my work for the campaign. In fact, she regularly interacted with Glenn Simpson and co-founder Peter Fritsch. Fine conceded that Fusion GPS were seemingly free to conduct research on their own, stating she personally didn't direct them to accomplish any specific tasks. On cross, she admitted that she didn't know if Mark Elias spoke to anyone else at the Clinton campaign about the activities of Fusion GPS. She was out of the loop regarding efforts to bring the Alpha Bank allegations to the New York Times or to the FBI. What's for dinner, Jennifer? Testimony of Laura Siegel. Siegel worked with Fusion GPS back in 2016, where she reportedly directly... Uh, where she reported directly to Fritch and Simpson, she has begun. She has been granted immunity by the special counsel for her testimony. She understood Mark Elias to be the Fusion GPS contact for the Clinton campaign. Siegel stated that she was present at the summer of at a summer 2016 meeting with Mr. Elias, my colleague Peter Fritch from Fusion GPS, Mr. Sussman, and Mr. Sussman's client, Rodney Joffe. As to the nature of that meeting, quote, the general purpose, to the best of my re- recollection, was to discuss allegations of communications between Trump Organization and Alpha Bank. Once the Alpha Bank allegations were developed, Siegel met with journalist Franklin Fuller, October 31st, 2016 Alpha Bank article in Slate would be written. The purpose of the meeting was to discuss the, quote, allegations of communication between the Trump Organization and Alpha Bank. Here is the Q&A. Question. And what was the purpose of the meeting? We were discussing the allegations of the communication between the Trump Organization and Alpha Bank. Question. And just stepping back, best guess as the time period for this meeting, it would have been the fall of 2016 before the election. I couldn't say exactly when. Question. And you you have testified to this. I'm sorry. Where did it occur? At Mr. Ford's home. The answer. Question. And who went with you? Jake Berkowitz of Fusion and Peter Fritsch also of Fusion. They sold for on Alpha Bank data at that meeting, telling him they were highly credible computer scientists who seemed to think that these allegations were credible, unquote. These, quote, credible computer scientists would ultimately be cited in Fowler's article. She admitted that Fusion GPS did nothing to validate the DNS records, something she said was beyond my capabilities. Siegel was walked through a number of emails she had with Joffe and other members of Fusion GPS. Some of these were privileged, the Joffe emails, so the special counsel was unable to discuss with Siegel the contents. However, she did know about the contents of Joffe's emails generally. Question, and to the extent that you exchanged the emails we just went through, which you don't have a recollection of, did you understand these to be part of the broader Trump research that Fusion GPS was doing for its client and Perkins Coy? Answer, yes. Finally, she admitted to understanding whose interests were served by planting the Alpha Bank story. Question, and I think you testified earlier, you understood that this Alpha Bank work was related to the broader project for Perkins Coy and the Democratic entity. Answer, that was my understanding, yes. Interesting. That is very interesting that Siegel is making the link between the Democratic entity, Alpha Bank, and Perkins Coy, and Fusion GPS, and Glenn Simpson, because that ties in much bigger than just Alpha Bank. That's a huge foundational piece that uh, Durham is able to get put into court. Now, we get to Elias. Elias met with the Fusion GPS at his office 
Typically, Peter Fritsch and Glenn Simpson would be in attendance. Generally, these meetings involved discussions of Elias's needs and Fusion GPS's work, which included what Elias described as the unusual connections the Trump campaign had with Russia. They would also report on Elias to Elias on their findings related to Trump during that election. Notably, Elias mentioned Jake Sullivan as someone at the Clinton campaign who knew about the Trump-Russia research, there, though there was uncertainty as to whether Sullivan knew about Fusion's activities. <laughs> yeah, right. Sullivan knew all about it. He was there with President Obama when they had the discussion about how they were going to destroy Trump from the very beginning. Elias would give the campaign these updates. Question. Okay, but so on the whatever the issues, if Fusion found something interesting, there were occasions when you'd brief those people. Answer, absolutely. A brief aside, Jake Sullivan's wife is Margaret Goodlander, who serves as counsel to Attorney General Merrick Garland. We understand that she has not recused herself from anything having to do with the special counsel's investigation. We further understand that Goodlander is keeping close tabs on Durham's investigation. We'll report on that down the road. Anyways, Elias also testified that the Clinton campaign paid them, Perkins Coy, a flat fee for their legal services. Why is this important? Because it explains why Sussman will block Block the bill would block bill the Clinton campaign. See tweet below. Block billing is having multi hours generalized description. For a flat fee work, attorneys are generally allowed block billing because the client isn't paying the hourly rate. In contrast, for hourly work, lawyers are expected to provide more detail on the task they complete. It's a good way to compartmentalize their conspiracy. The special counsel then walked Elias through a number of billings, entries, emails from involving Sussman. From and involving Sussman, these included meetings with Elias, meetings with Jaffe and Fusion, and involving the Alpha Bank allegations. The special counsel undoubtedly proved that Sussman was billing his time on the Alpha Bank work to the Clinton campaign by Mr. Dilafilippis. The uh, prosecutor questioned. So, again, your understanding is that the meeting occurred in your office and Mr. Sussman billed it to the firm's client, the Clinton campaign. Answer, that's my assumption with these records. Yes. Question, and now going back to this meeting, which was on August 12th, it is your understanding that Mr. Sussman billed that meeting between you and Rodney, between you, Rodney, Sussman, to the Clinton campaign. Answer, I don't know whether I was at that meeting, but if you're asking whether the time entry corresponds with that billing, with that invite, it appears to. Question, now, if you, if we go to the upper left hand of the pro forma there, who did Mr. Sussman bill the call, the apparent call, with Rodney to? Answer, the Clinton campaign, Hillary for America, HFACC Incorporated, which is the technical corporate name for Hillary for America. Okay, and again, at this time, which is just a few days, you know, not much later, the subject would have been Alpha Bank. Do you think? Answer. At this time frame, there was no other topic that I can recall other than Alpha Bank. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's the Trump Russia. There's the Flynn. There's the Papadopoulos. There's there's the Manafort. There's they had they knew all of this stuff, man. They were all in on it. They all talked about it daily. They all knew exactly what was going on. Don't give me that crap. Especially Elias. He's their fixer. Then. There's the infamous Slate article on the Alpha Bank Trump connection. Sussman told Elias that the Alpha Bank data had been provided to the media. 
And after the Slate article was published, Elias forwarded it to the campaign. Question, Mr. Elias, who on the campaign did you send this email to? Answer, Jake Sullivan, Robbie Mook, John Podesta, and Jen Palamari. Elias further offered that he would have briefed the Clinton campaign about the Alpha Bank matter. He also admitted that he had discretion to an instruction to he had discretion to instruct Fusion GPS to pursue leads and take investigative steps without checking with the Clinton campaign. Cross examination of Mark Elias. Some notable moments for the Elias cross examination included an email from Robbie Mook to Elias forwarding an article discussing that reporters at the New York Times are working on a Trump Russia story, Alpha Bank. Sussman didn't seek Elias's authorization to or, or permission to go to the FBI. He couldn't recall anyone with the Clinton campaign telling Sussman to go to the FBI. You didn't have to tell him. They all knew what the goal was. Give me a break. Elias was frustrated with the FBI for not doing anything particularly helpful in investigating or doing anything to prevent the leaks of the DNC emails. Redirect of Mark Elias. Fusion GPS did did not need to consult with Elias before sharing info with the media. Elias admitted the existence of an FBI investigation can prompt news stories. He also admitted that the FBI investigation can speed up news stories. These questions attacked the heart of the Sussman defense and address how the New York Times article from Eric Lightblaw got stuck because his editors were reluctant to pursue the story. The last witness, former FBI general counsel James Baker. Recall that Baker was approached by Sussman for a meeting in September of 2016 regarding the Alpha Bank allegations. The lie told at that meeting that Sussman wasn't there on behalf of a client is at issue in this case. Sussman had scheduled the meeting via text to Baker's phone. It read, uh, Jim, it's Michael Sussman. I have something time sensitive and sensitive. I need to discuss. Do you have availability for a short meeting tomorrow? I'm coming on my own, not on behalf of a client or company want to help the bureau. Thanks. Baker remarked he was surprised that Sussman obtained his cell phone number. They agreed via text to meet the next day at Baker's FBI office the next day. At that point, the day ended. After the witness and jury left, the special counsel informed the court that the next witness after Baker would be Bill Priestep, Tricia Anderson, and Special Agent Gaynor. Gaynor. That guy. There is the article from Technofog. Some good stuff there today. Now, let's move on to today. This just happened. Tracy Beans was monitoring the Sussman court documents in court listener and a declaration of a mistrial was posted motion alternately for a, a mistrial by Michael Sussman. See docket entry um, um, by it on Pacer uh, March 9th. Now the judge today specifically stated that there was, that there was not going to be a mistrial. So it is likely that document that has been posted. Now, let me go see if there's any breaking news from from Tracy. Wendy is live on Locals. Good to, good to see uh, the National Post. Does anybody else have this out there yet? All right. If somebody has a pacer, uh, get it out there somewhere. <laughs> He's the best president. Uh, let's see. It appears that the Sussman court has adjourned for the day with Baker still on the stand and will resume Friday with Baker on the stand. Much of the questioning has been focused on responses to questioning in congressional interviews, the inspector general probe and by Durham in February of 2020. Okay. 
Yeah, the mistrial, the mistrial declaration is likely just that there is no mistrial. So that's that. Um, and you can buy that document off of Pacer if you want that. I can get that link out there for you if you need it out there. Um, all the all the pretrial stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Okay. James Baker buries the Clinton campaign. Michael uh, lawyer, Michael Sussman in his probe, an article in the New York post today. That would be an interesting read. There is this from general Flynn who was forwarded by just human. Congratulations to just human for getting forwarded from general Flynn, just human uh, bringing attention to the Deborah fine stuff that we talked about. The biggest boom out of today's testimony was probably Clinton campaign. Deputy Deborah fine contradiction. Predicting Mark Elias's testimony, Elias has testified that they provided legal advice, i.e. the Alpha Bank Trump Connection Project, but Fine testified today that she was never informed of anything related to Alpha Bank. Uh-oh. And General Flynn uh, re-posted re- uh, that from uh, Just Human Today, so congratulations to him. John uh, Hawhey um, is one of the ones that we have been looking through. So I'm going to go through and read his thread from today, and then tomorrow we'll read again um, Technofog's summary. So that's how we're going to keep doing this every day. So I hope you guys are are, are you know don't mind, but this is for for me too. I have to I have to go through this stuff to be informed on this stuff, and I think it's important that we get to so. Nine hours ago, John Hawhe, Sussman trial day four proceedings in the former Clinton attorney. Sussman's trial are set to begin Thursday at 9 a.m. in East Barnett Pennyman, U.S. District Courthouse in Washington, D.C., where they ended Wednesday with former FBI counsel James Baker on the stand. Baker is expected to testify likely that the morning regarding... His September 19th, 2016 meeting with Sussman when the defendant gave him two thumb drives and several white papers for putting a link between Trump Organization and Russia Bank Alpha Bank. Also on tap to testify Thursday, our former FBI officials Bill Priestep and Tricia Anderson, who Baker conferred with after the meeting with Sussman. Priestep was assistant director of counterintelligence and Anderson was deputy uh, general counsel of, of national security. Both have been fired and are cooperating witnesses. First things first, Judge Christopher Cooper is expected to rule on a mistrial motion filed late Wednesday by Sussman's defense team. Lead defense attorney Sean Berkowitz said Wednesday that he would file a motion for a mistrial regarding testimony by Mark Elias. That is what is in the docket today. And the judge, uh, as as we talked about, uh, denied that motion for a mistrial. During cross-examination, Berkowitz asked Elias if Sussman was acting on behalf of the Clinton campaign when he gave the FBI data alleging a secret server link between Trump organization and Alpha Bank. And the answer was, I think you'd have to ask Mr. Sussman, said Elias, as if Elias doesn't know. He was doing this with the purpose of trying to cause a mistrial. When prosecutor Andrew DeFlippis referred to Elias' response in redirect, Berkowitz told Cooper the reference violates Sussman's Fifth Amendment right to not be compelled to testify against himself. Wednesday night, Berkowitz filed a five-page motion for a mistrial. Prejudicial testimony by Elias, quote, repeated improper questioning by the special counsel, suggesting to the jury that in order to answer a the key question in the case, whether Sussman went to the FBI and on behalf of a client, you would have to ask Sussman. Judge Cooper has denied the motion for a mistrial, but has agreed to strike Elias's non-responsive testimony. Uh, Berkowitz said Sussman has not decided yet if he will testify in the trial. All right. 
Court is in a brief recess with Baker still on the stand describing his meeting with Sussman on September 19, 2016 after arranging it the night before in a text to his personal phone regarding something time-sensitive and sensitive. In that Sunday night text before the Monday afternoon meeting at the FBI headquarters, Sussman told Baker he was not representing any clients and wanted to convey information to help the Bureau. Baker said he agreed immediately to meet with Sussman, quote, first of all, I know Michael and I had high regard for him. I thought it seems urgent and I should try to meet him as soon as possible, unquote. Sussman already had the FBI security badge that allowed him to access the FBI headquarters. Baker said that he had a vibrant national security practice that had contact with the FBI a lot. Baker, Michael, Michael started to explain why he was there, he said he was not appearing on behalf of any particular client and that he had information of concern regarding the serendipitous communication channel between Alpha Bank and some servers in the United States. Baker, Sussman made this statement right at the beginning. It was part of his introduction at the meeting. I'm not here on behalf of any particular client. I'm 100% confident that he said that. Michael is a friend of mine, a colleague. I believed it, trusted the statement was truthful, and he was he was coming as a good citizen with information he wanted to share. Knowing Michael, I would expect him to want to tell the government it's the type of person I thought him to be. Judge Cooper has denied the request by prosecutors to remove Juror 5 from the panel because her daughter and Sussman's daughter are on the same crew team. Are you serious? <laughs> Juror 5 in the, uh, is, knows Sussman's daughter. Isn't that a small world, isn't it? Prosecutor Andrew DeFlippis still questioning Baker. Testimony has spanned two September 2016 meetings with New York Times Eric Leiplaw and 20, 2018 interviews before congressional committees that he said sucked on multiple levels. <laughs> uh, court has recessed for lunch. Baker will return to the stand at 145-ish. Uh, DeFlippis says he... Needs an hour to finish before the fence begins to cross-examine, meaning former FBI officials Bill Priestep, Tricia Anderson, may not make the stand today. Four hours ago, Priestep's been a focus of the Flippus-Baker exchange. After Sussman meeting, Baker called counterintelligence official, quote, because it involved Russia and this bank had links to the Kremlin. That seemed to me on its face to be, to be a potential national security threat. When Baker met Priestep after the Sussman meeting, I, he quote, I repeated that Michael said he was not there to represent a client. He wanted Sussman regarded as a confidential human source so Bill would know who Michael was and take Michael as seriously as I did too, unquote. The Flippus is querying Baker about the relationship they sustained in the ensuing years after September 9th, 2016 meeting, including Sussman lobbying for his Perkins Coley law firm to hire Baker. There are reams, there are reams of their texts entered as evidence, including the, the July 2019 lunch. Quote: I think we probably talked about the Alpha Bank in general and the articles that were continuing to come out. I don't think we specifically talked about the meeting 
September 9th, 2016. More than four hours later, Berkowitz begins cross-examining Baker. Are you aware of how many times you've been interviewed by the prosecution? Baker said no. Ten times, Berkowitz said. Berkowitz cross-examining Baker about varied responses in congressional interviews, in unauthorized disclosure of classified information probe not charged, and in this case, a blur of emails, text bouncing between 2016 and 2020, Difficult to keep track of which is what. Uh, next, three hours ago. Berkowitz, if Mr. Sussman came to you and gave you a heads up about the New York Times article about potential links to Russia, you would have wanted agents in the room, right? Baker, I would have wanted him to come to the FBI and have an agent with me, unquote. Two hours ago, Berkowitz asked Baker about his work as a legal correspondent for CNN, noting he had... To undergo training, yes, Baker said he was trained in how to communicate on TV. It's a special thing, unquote. And uh, 244, as when I pulled this, court in a brief recess, Berkowitz is grilling Baker over why he would not reveal the source of the thumb drives, white papers, when he turned the materials over to Prestep to, <laughs> to and agents to investigate. That's a damn good question. <laughs> Let's see if there's anything new here. 57 minutes ago, um, he's got one one new post as of an hour ago. Court has adjourned for the day with Baker still on the stand and will resume Friday with Baker on the stand. Much of the questioning has focused on the response to questioning in congressional interviews in Inspector General Probe and by Durham in February of 2020. Very interesting that Durham had investigations happening in 2020. That's a pretty important little nugget there as well. So good stuff with regards to John Durham today. Uh, that is the full summary. Uh, there is a really good article there talking about the, uh, the Clinton campaign, but I think we've pretty much covered everything that needs to be covered with regards to this today. I think that's the last thing I had up. Indeed it is. So there you go. There is the general Flynn information that came out yesterday and or the day before and the Durham stuff from today. So we will check out for Techno Frogs, Techno Fogs drop tonight, and we'll cover that tomorrow evening, four central, five Eastern, as always, five hour, five fifteen my time already, and uh, time has been flying by. Thanks so much for being here today, today, guys. I appreciate you guys very much. Twenty seven hundred and forty five gold pills. Thank you guys very much. Tac two sixty four. Thanks for the Durham update. Not a problem. Every day we will do that. Glenn, thanks again for the gold pills. Doug is my Sean Joe the Grouse Trick Pony. Doug is my Sean Joe Trick Pony. <laughs> Mike Montana, Patriot Tessa. Thank you guys for the support today. I appreciate you guys very much. Thanks for being here today. Did you ever have a tea party with your stuffed animals? I would have to say I did not. Maybe maybe somebody else in chat did, though. <laughs> uh, good, good to see you guys out there hanging out today. I hope you guys enjoyed the Durham update. All the lurkers over there on Tiger Network and Rumble. Thanks for being here today, guys, as well as DLive and Twitch. Much love. Uh, Ilda the Hun, hello. Good to see you out there. Hope all is well. Thanks for being here today. Chris, maybe later they'll do the DMs. Yeah, they, they're going to be working on that uh, and uh, lists as well. So... I'm looking forward to list, honestly, because it's a pain in the ass to see. I, I hope they add uh, follows you or not follows you to the to the main page so that it's easier to see who follows you, who doesn't follow you, because I need to unfollow a shit ton of people who didn't follow me back. So, yeah, JC Bird dropping a gift, gift sub to Special Ops Skim. Thanks for that. Appreciate that. Good to see you out there, JC Bird. Much love. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. I missed. Uh, what else did I miss out there? 
Ouija girls out there hanging out uh, when they went through all the pre-trial. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. OG Mary. Denise, not a problem. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. <clears throat> all right. Got someone at the door, Wheezy girl? All right, not a problem. I understand. <laughs> all right. Let me uh, take a sip of uh, <laughs> a lot of reading today, but it's worth it because there's a lot of good stuff happening out there. Let's check in. I, wanna, I do want to see if there's anything breaking out there. Um, not seeing a whole lot. Uh, John Solomon provided a brief but uh, awesome summary of the highlights in the Sussman trial today. Let's check that out from the storm John, has I arrived. Know you've got a report. Um, on Real America's Voice. This will give me a second to clear my throat and prep for the rest. A little transition period here. Let's check this out as well. John, I know you've got a reporter there in the courtroom. Give us an update on that trial. Yeah, yeah. so far the Sussman team's had a tough day today. At the beginning of the day, they went to the judge and said, we want a mistrial. We don't like what Michael Sussman's uh, own colleague, Mark Elias, said on the stand and the judge said, uh, not in my courtroom. You're not going to pull that here. No, we're not having a mistrial. We're going to go ahead. And then this, one of the star witnesses for John Duren came in. He's the former FBI general counsel, James Baker. And he confirmed the big lie, which is, hey, when Michael Sussman came to me, he dumped all that Trump dirt on me. He told me he didn't have a client. He told it to me in a text message. He told it to me verbally. I then told it to other FBI agents. And oh, by the way, it affected the way we handled this information. We treated him like a confidential source when he should have been a lawyer representing a client. A lot of things would have changed. Tough day, not an easy day to be on the Michael Sussman defense team. Another good day of wins for John Durham. All right, so there you go. They're going to have to try to discredit Baker. And Baker is a cooperating witness that has testified, like they said, 10 times. So good luck. Uh, trying to discredit Baker. Uh, let's see. Let's let's check the library here. Rhino's last stand. I hope so. Uh, President Trump talking about the uh, Pennsylvania race. We talked. We we talked about that. Chuck Ross Twitter announced a new crisis misinformation policy today. <laughs> uh, Twitter's in. They have to control the narrative. That's why they're going to try to shut stuff down and. That's why they keep banning us, and I expect them to continue to do that more going into the next uh, election in the summer time frame here. Nearly half of Biden's Twitter followers are spam bots, and half of the people who voted for him are dead. Anyways. All right. Um, what else do we have here? Let's see here. Um, I got some Hunter Biden stuff. We definitely got to get to that. Um, so we'll got to do that for sure. And then... Uh, Trump's attorneys goes after the 51 Intel experts who lied about the Hunter Biden laptop. So let's get this transition to that stuff here pretty quick. Cause that stuff's important too. Yeah. OG Mary and all others out there, they've been limiting how many, how many I can follow based on, I guess it's a, there's a, a thousand difference or something between who, who, and I didn't know that. So I have to go through and find like a thousand or 1500 people that I followed that don't follow me in order for me to follow more people. And it's a giant pain in the ass and I haven't had time to do it. So I keep waiting for them to be able to put follows, follows you into the main menu. So it's easier to do, but I will definitely get you guys all follows back when I finally get my, my disaster of a true social account figured out. Cause it's a mess right now. 
This is from the Honorable Preeti Patel MP uh, with regards to the Julian Assange case. This came out on 10 May 2022. The Secretary of State of the Home Department of the United Kingdom. It says this. Dear Home Secretary, I am writing you regarding the case of Mr. Julian Assange since a decision will soon be made about his extradition to the United States. While have I expressed myself publicly on this matter before, at this important juncture in the extradition procedure, I wish to convey my views to you directly. I have been following the, the developments of Mr. Assange's case with great attention in the judicial proceedings so far. The focus has mainly been... Mr. Sanchez's personal circumstances upon his possible extradition to the United States. While a very important matter, this also means, in my opinion, that a wider human rights implications of Mr. Assange's possible extradition, which reach far beyond his individual case, have not been adequately considered so far. I would have to agree with that. In particular, it is my view that the indictment by the United States against Mr. Assange raises important questions about the protection of those that publish classified information in the public interest, including information that exposes human rights violations. The broad and vague nature of the allegations against Mr. Assange and the offenses listed in the indictment are troubling as many of them concern activities at the core of investigative journalism in Europe and beyond. Consequently, allowing Mr. Assange's extradition on the basis would ha- on this basis would have a chilling effect on media freedom and could ultimately hamper the press in performing its task as purveyor of information and public watchdog in democratic societies. As I have previously stated, it is my position taking into account both of these wider implications and concerns raised by the independent experts about Mr. Assange's treatment upon extradition. The government of the United Kingdom should not allow his extradition to the United States. I therefore call upon you to decide against the extradition of Mr. Assange. I look forward to continuing our ongoing dialogue on this issue and other matters of mutual interest. Dunja, Mijav. Mijatovic? What a weird name. Mijatovic, I think is what it is, signed uh, signed today. The human. The, this is the Council of Europe Commissioner for Human Rights. Dunja Mijatovic has officially called on the UK Home Secretary Priya Patel not to not extradite to not extradite Julian Assange. So. That letter was made public earlier today, and thank you for the Halls of Justice Watchtower for sharing that information with us. That is very important. So there you go. That is supposed to come in June. So we'll see what happens on that front. Um, Whoops, that's not what I wanted to go to. There are four Q posts with Julian Assange, one of them being similar to how Q said John Durham. Uh, kind of interesting. 1842 came in on a log- August 11th, 2018. These people are stupid. <laughs> yes, they are. Never interfere with an enemy while he's in a process of destroying himself. Discovery WikiLeaks says Senate panel requested a science testimony in the Russia probe. Do you believe in coincidences? We have the source. Q. FOIA litigation. Is this still out there? I wonder if this is still... 
virtual reading room documents, and this is there's information with regards to Julian Assange in here. Page 20, Assange arrest by Marty Tory, the Mad Hatter, Q. Then there's this one. 3764 DNC servers crowd strike. Did Russia break into the DNC servers? Why did the FBI accept indirect evidence, RE DNC servers? Huh. Why did they hack break in by crowd strike in Ukraine? Oh, interesting. Why didn't FBI directly investigate DNC servers in hand? Download speed, internal data, downlink versus remote. We are clear politics. Assange to, uh, to Hannity, our source was not the Russian government. One, how does one provide content to WikiLeaks? Computer to comp- computer, person to person, one. Personal comms secured prior to release, one. The sources, the feeder, and the recipient. Interning for the DNC can be deadly. Seth Rich, does CrowdStrike possess government capability to trace break-in routes? Does CrowdStrike possess government capability, i.e. foreign intercepts? Possible layer insert code CrowdStrike to designate intruder intended target. NSA data bridge, DNC CrowdStrike, bulk data collection. Matters of national security at the highest levels. FISA is only the beginning. The hole is deep. Q. September 14th, 2020, 4709 came in. Julian Assange Q. I'll let you take that in and process it yourself. <laughs> Judy Ladypug, thank you for the cookie. I appreciate you very much. This is why we say this is much bigger than just Sussman because it is. It absolutely is. It is a global conspiracy to destroy America. All right. Hunter Biden took $11 million over five years, according to NBC analysis. Wait a minute. NBC News had to talk about Hunter Biden? Well, what is going on out there on Thursday, May 19th? Hunter Biden and his company brought in about $11 million over a five-year span, most of which was while his father was vice president of the United States, according to an analysis by his abandoned laptop by NBC News obtained through Rudy Giuliani. Perhaps most interesting is the harsh tone NBC takes with his first son. Biden and his company bought in about $11 million in his roles as attorney and the board member with a Ukrainian firm accused of bribery and his work with a China businessman now accused of fraud. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> they go on to say, The documents and the analysis, which don't show what he did to earn millions from his Chinese partners, raise questions about national security, business ethics, you think, and potential legal exposure. In December 2020, Biden acknowledged in a statement that he was the subject of a federal investigation into his taxes. NBC News was the first to report that an ex-business partner had warned uh, Biden should be should amend his tax returns to disclose $400,000 in income from the Ukrainian firm Burisma. GOP congressional sources also say that if Republicans take back the House this fall, they'll demand more documents and probe whether any of Biden's income went to his father. President Joe Biden signed NBC News. Dun, dun, dun. 
$5.8 million of Biden's income, more than half of his total earnings over the five years, came from two deals with Chinese business interests. The most lucrative of the two was a consulting relationship with the powerful and now missing CCP-linked Chinaman Yi Jianming, uh, whose company CEFC paid $4.7 million dollars to Biden's Owasco PC over the course of about a year. Jinming was accused by China prosecutors of economic crimes in 2018 and hasn't been seen in public since he was detained. No government ethics rules apply to him, said Walter Schaub, former director of the U.S. Office of Government Ethics, who is now an ethics expert in the Project on Government Oversight, who added that, quote, it's imperative that no one at the DOJ and no one at the White House interfere with the criminal investigation in Delaware. Schaub had previously raised questions over Hunter's lucrative art sales after being a method for laundering influence. And according to the FBI's former assistant director for counterintelligence, Frank Fagluzzi, there's a national security risk when the CCP can get close to people like Biden. You think? It's all about access and influence. And if you compromise someone with both access and influence, that's even better, he said adding better if that target has already been compromised himself. Yeah, you think an analysis of Hunter's expenses revealed $200,000 per month from October 2017 through February 2018 on everything from Porsche payments, dental work, cash withdrawals and luxury hotel rooms, which Biden has admitted he used on drugs and partying with strangers who often stole from him. Hunter uh, also struggled to keep current on multiple mortgages, alimony, and child support payments to his ex-wife. Things got so bad that Hollywood attorney Kevin Morris, who began advising Hunter in 2020, arranged to pay off around $2 million owed to the IRS, which legal experts say doesn't let Hunter off the hook for criminal liability or necessarily erase his debts. NBC analyst Chuck Rosenberg, a former Justice Department official, said that Biden's paying his paying what he owes could be could even be seen as an admission of criminal violations, not paying taxes for many years rather than one or two. Rosenberg said helps establish intent, which can otherwise be a struggle for prosecutors in white collar cases. You think paying the bill, Rosenberg said, might help Biden if he's faced sentencing and mitigate some of the damage, but it doesn't undo the crime. That would be like returning money to a bank you robbed, and you still robbed the bank. I want my diamonds back, by the way. According to a GOP report on Hunter's finances, CEFC was one of the three firms involved in certain transactions that were among those identified as potential efforts to layer funds. The U.S. Treasury Financial Crimes Enforcement Network describes the layering of funds as quote, separating the illegally obtained money from its criminal source by layering it through a series of financial transactions, which makes it difficult to trace the money back to its original source, unquote. But the report doesn't say whether or not Hunter Biden was personally involved in any transactions where 
suggested to involve layering, says NBC News. Hunter also worked for, for Xi Jinping associate Patrick Ho, who was convicted in a U.S. federal court of bribery in relation to oil deals in Chad and Uganda starting in, in September of 2014. A jury found that Ho, while employed by the CEFC, bribed or attempted to bribe officials to the tune of $2 million and was sentenced to three years in prison in March of 2019. Biden has denied any illegal, illegal activity and says he's com- cooperating completely with a federal investigation in Delaware. Quote, I am absolute certain, 100% certain, said Hunter, that at the event, at the end of the investigation, I will be cleared of any wrongdoing. Yeah, I bet you think that. Little weasel. Little weasels able to get off doing whatever they want. Let's welcome back to the show. Garrett Ziegler was highlighted by uh, a great patriot, the evening edit. Uh, she does a great job on this show. And so I wanted to show you this with regards to Hunter Biden's laptop. Fox News contributor Charlie Hurt. Charlie, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Charlie, what are you going? It's good to see. You. What will you be looking for in this? Reports that more than 128,000 emails from Hunter Biden's laptop have been posted online. This is from the former Trump White House staffer Garrett Ziegler. He was a former aide to Peter Navarro. So he's calling this a modern-day quote Rosetta Stone of white and blue-collar crime. What are you going to be looking for? Well, you know, it's a great point, and I think that, you know, when, when you look at this kind of uh, volume of emails that really have gone largely neglected or completely overlooked by a lot of people in the media, there's no telling what we're going to find in here. We know that what we have found in here is pretty shocking so far, um, and in this new trove of, of emails, we've uh, found new connections between uh, Hunter Biden and the son of a, of a Mexican billionaire, for example, which, uh, which, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, when you look at all of the other arrangements that Hunter Biden had clearly with his father uh, attached to those deals uh, in places like China and Ukraine, it gets very, you know, it gets very interesting and, and raises lots of questions that are not being asked. But what I think is really interesting about all this right now, Liz, is when you when you go through and you look at all of the hot spots around the world today. Of course, there's China, which the administration is pretending doesn't exist. But there's Ukraine, where we're spending billions and sending billions of dollars uh, at the behest of the the Biden administration. And then you have the situation with China, I mean, with Mexico, uh, where you have this invasion coming from Mexico that the Biden administration is just just ignoring. It sort of starts to raise all these really important questions about, I'm sorry, so, uh, you know, and, and, you know, the idea that this is a Rosetta Stone, does this sort of explain all of the foreign policy positions of the Biden administration? Are we going to get the answers to why the Biden administration wants to send so much money to Ukraine? Are we- <laughs> uh, they're going to try to cover it all up and they're going to try to steal another election. That is exactly what's going to happen. I've been following Garrick Ziegler on Telegram for a while. Um, you know, it's interesting. Let's see what he has to say here. Hey, folks. Thought I owed you more of an explanation. Uh, that is extremely low volume, and I can't boost that there, so I'm going to have to boost it over here. Stand by one. Let me get this up there so you guys can hear that better. I can barely hear it. All right, is that that's, that should be better. Let's see what Garrett has to say. Obviously, um, the sham January 6th committee has subpoenaed me. I am... Um, Confident that obviously I didn't do anything wrong, 
but just wanted to let you know that this is this is what happens um, when um, this sham committee started in the summer. They obviously took no interest in me when I finally posted the email. That hey, folks. Thought I owed you more of an explanation. Obviously, um, the sham January 6th committee has subpoenaed me. I am um, confident that obviously I didn't do anything wrong, but just wanted to let you know that this is this is what happens. Um, when um, this sham committee started in the summer, they obviously took no interest in me. When I finally posted the email database, that's when all the heat comes. Luckily, I have a good a good attorney out of Atlanta, and I uh, trust his counsel very much. Just wanted to let you know that I have that going on in the background as I as I uh, finish up the report, and so I'm working on that as well. Uh, so, you know, I'm very excited for everything that's going to go on. Uh, the The report is is um, going to be even better than the email release because it'll explain it to everybody. But um, I felt like I owed you an explanation. You know, if you're wondering what my day has been doing, it's editing, it's writing, and it's uh, working with my attorney to get this uh, Bolshevistic Kabuki theater over with. Um, you know, it's a little bit of, a, of an interesting thing because I, uh, you know, I'm going to give them the documents that they seek, but obviously it's a congressional committee, so I'm not... Not forced to testify. Uh, I can always, you know, plead the fifth. So, wondered. I felt like I owed you that. Felt like, felt like I owed you an explanation for why we put out the email database before the report. I think everybody's happy with it now. We bought more servers, uh, more cores, as the tech people say. And so, hope you're all doing well. Um, you know, we're the only nonprofit in the country to do this. We're the only people punching them in the mouth. We got the Biden diary transcribed. We have the email database up and running. We're going to post all the photos with redactions of genitalia next. And we're just humming. So God bless you. Um, hope you're having a great Thursday. Take care. For some reason, Garrett has been attacked by a lot of different uh, patriots, and I don't understand why. I don't understand why um, he's been discredited, but I think we need to give him a second chance, guys, and I think you need to allow that to happen. Um, uh, The the website is here. Let me get the link out there to you guys. It is bidenlaptopemails.com, and again – careful what you wish for. If you go there, I I don't really want to see it. I'll be honest. I'm going to allow others to do the summaries and I will present the summaries that others do, but I don't want to see that shit, dude. I do not want to see pictures of young girls and, and stuff like that. So, um, to each his own and I'm choosing to, to stay away from it. So, um, I will report on Hunter Biden and the criminality stuff of it, but as far as the pedophilia stuff, I just have a hard time with it. I don't like I don't like talking about it. And my audience, um, we've talked about this plenty of times. You guys have all confided in me in some ways and others, and we, and I just don't want to go there. It's we all know what's what's happened, right? We we know damn well what's going on over there. So I don't need to see it. Um, but 
bidenlaptopemails.com is where you can find them. If you want to find those yourself, that's where you can do it. You can download all the raw files. It's 844 meg. Um, and like Garrett said, you know, now he's being targeted by the January 6th sham committee. And uh, it's just another example of what happens when patriots stand up. God bless Garrett Ziegler, and I hope and I, hope and I wish him the best. Jim Hoff's dropping this on us today. So we got to keep moving pretty quick here. I got lots to get to still, so we're going to try to zip through it here, guys. Good news. Trump attorney goes after 51 Intel experts who lied about the Hunter Biden laptop from hell days before the election. Spies who lie, including John Brennan's scummy ass, James Clapper's dipshit ass, and Leon Panetta's uh, traitorous ass. They're all traitors. In October of 2020, just days before the presidential election, 51 former intelligence officials signed and published a letter that baselessly decried the contents of Hunter's laptop from hell and all of the classic earmarks of Russian information operation. This was a lie. They all knowingly knew it. It was a knowingly lie. In March, of, in March, Representative Matt Gates introduced a House resolution that would strip security clearances from dozens of federal intelligence officials who signed on to the letter declaring the infamous Hunter Biden laptop as Russian disinformation shortly after it emerged, leading up to the rigged 2020 election. By now, Americans may finally see some justice served. President Trump's attorney, Tim Parlatori, launched an investigation on the day 3051. The Trump team representing ordinary Americans will target the 51 liars for their damage that they wrought on the freedom of press, election integrity, and the welfare of the nation. Attorney Parlatori has already filed five letters with the corrupt agencies that allowed these lies to be perpetrated to the American people. The New York Post reported the 51 the former president has sicked Uber attorney Tim Pellatori and on the Dirty 51, Wednesday Parlatori Parlator, launched the first stage of a multi-pronged strategy to make those who signed the letter pay for the damage that they have wrought on the freedom of press. His goal is to uncover uh, alleged communications between the Dirty 51 and the Biden campaign. Parlatori began, <laughs> grab some popcorn, Parlatori began, <laughs> Oh, this is so good, dude. Oh. <laughs> I, had, I had to fit that one in there. Parlatory began uh, by filing five letters of complaint with the agencies that formerly employed the 51, including the CIA, which counted 43 of its former officials among the group, the National Security Agency, and the directors of national intelligence and the Department of Defense. Each letter complains of an egregious breach by former agency employees that, quote, appears to have been overlooked by your agency, and it has gone uninvestigated and certainly unpunished, specifically the unauthorized publication and dissemination of an intelligence assessment purportedly based on classified information that was used to wrongly influence the outcome of an election. Unquote. It points out that each of the Dirty 51 was bound by a lifelong obligation to submit the letter to their former agencies for, for pre-publication security review and ensure it didn't contain classified information, a process that could take several months. The letter then would have been stamped with a disclaimer that the agency was not vouching for its accuracy. Quote, that would have destroyed the usefulness of the document, says Parlatori. Quote, plus... 
the process would have delayed it so long that it would not be useful because the election would have been over. Yeah, you think? <laughs> we'll wait and see what comes out of this, but I got a feeling. More to come on this front. Grab your popcorn. A rally to stop censorship Thursday, May 19th, today in Menlo Cart Park, California, 3 to 6 p.m. It should be happening here pretty quick here. Uh, the location is to be determined. A rally to protect censorship. They're saying it might be at the F- Facebook headquarters. Is it Facebook? I can't remember exactly. Robert F. Kennedy, uh, Naomi Wolf, Kevin Jenkins, Charlene Bollinger, Dr. Brian Hooker, Alan Stevo, Raynette Senum, and Neil Manman, I think is what that says. A rally against humanity against censorship.org in Menlo Park, California today. So the uh the we're gonna try to excuse excuse, excuse me, get, yeah, get some audio from that, and we will bring that to you to, or some audio or video from it and bring that to you tomorrow. DeSantis drops truth bombs on an idiot liberal reporter who insinuates he's a dictator. I just, it's been a while since I heard Mr. DeSantis, so I just wanted to hear DeSantis. Well, I think it's a slap in the face uh, to everybody in South Florida that has experience with these Marxist dictators in our hemisphere. You have people who were driven out of the island of Cuba. You have people that will, that's so bad, the oppression there, that they would get on a raft and go 90 miles over shark-infested waters to be able to get to freedom. Uh, you have people whose entire livelihoods were taken from them. Their entire liberty were taken away from them. And then they've come uh, to here in South Florida. You've seen the same thing in what's happened with Venezuela. It used to be a very pro- a prosperous country. Then Chavez and Maduro, now it's like a third world country, even though they have so many natural resources. You look at what's happened in Nicaragua. You look at what could happen in places like, like Colombia. Uh, so to equate Florida, which is viewed not only in our country, but even around the world as a beachhead of freedom, to equate that uh, with those regimes just shows that you have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, And I think that it really does a disservice uh, to the oppression that so many people in Southern Florida have faced either firsthand or through members of their family. And there's a reason why people are pouring in to the state of Florida. There's a reason why we've led the country in net in migration. I'm not even asking anybody to come. You know, some governors beg people to come. I love the people we have here. I'm fine. But people are, they're fleeing a lot of these bad, and not just fleeing other states, they're fleeing from Canada. They're fleeing from other places to be able to come to the state of Florida. And so uh, I realize there may be some people in the state of Florida, uh, not in my party, but uh, some others, politicians, uh, who have a soft spot for dictatorships like in Cuba. They have a soft spot for people like Maduro and Ortega. And, and I just want people to know that uh, I have contempt for those views uh, because those views do not represent the values of the state of Florida, but particularly the values of the people of South Florida. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Ron DeSantis with some absolute fire today. Uh, God bless him. He, you are in Florida is indeed a beachhead because you know what? Ronald Reagan said it the best. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. Indeed, the beachhead of freedom is on Florida. All right. I just inhaled a piece of ice. All right. 
a terrible, sad story that I have to bring to you guys today from Kevin Downey Jr. in PJ Media. A teen girl disappeared at an NBA game and turns up 11 days later with new fo- nude photos on a sex trafficking site. Can you imagine being the parents of a girl who you took to a basketball game and disappeared at the game? Oh, my God. A 15-year-old girl attended a Dallas Mavericks basketball game at the American Airlines Center where, with her dad on April 8, 2022. She got up to use the restroom and never came back. The fast facts are this. The girl went to the restroom before halftime. When she didn't return, the father told security she was missing. The arena was searched. The girl wasn't found. And the father was told to go home. Surveillance video shows the girl leaving the arena with a man in his 40s. The father called the Dallas Police Department and was told to call the cops in his hometown in North Richland Hills, thinking the girl was a runaway. The North Richland Hills police, in turn, told him to call the Dallas police because that is where she disappeared. The American Airlines Center claims the man who was seen leaving with the girl got in, got in with a counterfeit ticket. Eleven days later, her parents were sent a nude picture of her from a sex trafficking website. How horrific. Can you imagine? Frustrated with the Dallas Police Department, the family contacted the Houston-based Texas Counter-Trafficking Initiative. The the girl's parents gave them a picture of the missing teen. Using facial recognition technology, the the Texas Counter-Trafficking Initiative was able to locate the girl in less than a day. She was being trafficked almost 200 miles away in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City police raided an extended stay America hotel where they found the girl. She had been raped numerous times. Eight people were arrested and charged with human trafficking, rape, and distribution of child pornography. The family then hired attorney Zeke Fortenberry. Quote, the family was frustrated, Fortenberry said, after days of not getting any information from the Dallas Police Department and Dallas Police not taking any action, the family sought out the help of this agency in Houston. Fortenberry and the family planned to sue the Dallas Police Department, the American Airlines Center, the Dallas Mavericks, and extended stay hotels. Quote, when a 40-something-year-old man walks in with a 15-year-old girl, rents multiple hotel rooms, and then there's a traffic coming in and out of those rooms, those are red flags, said the lawyer. This girl was being sexually assaulted in a hotel room multiple nights. He continued, anytime she could have been rescued from that, the sooner would have been better. Unfortunately... The parents are now left with the what's left of their poor daughter. A horrific story and another example of the demons in America and around the world. Montana Supreme Court restores election integrity, mandating voter ID and bans same-day voter registration. Now can we do every state in the nation? Yes, please. That is the goal. Someday we will we will have nationwide voter ID. I can't wait for it. State medical boards urging punishment reduction for doctors spreading COVID, quote, misinformation. Co-sponsor of the U.S. Medical Licensing Examination arguably promotes outdated view of mask efficacy and the new study of co2 concentration in mass may further erode its position state medical boards are are wary of micromanaging what doctors can say about covid19 from the utility mass to treatments such as ivermectin now we have to contend with their national organization 
the Federation of State Medical Boards, which co-sponsors the U.S. Medical Licensing Examination, approved an ethics committee report on misinformation and disinformation in its annual meeting. It urges group members to add explicit policies to clarify expectations about what doctors can say and do related to COVID, citing an increased prevalence of and harm caused by physician-disseminated misinformation in this ongoing pandemic Uh, they are going to continue to try everything they can to control our lives. They are not going to give it up easily. Pray, pray, and pray again. Hacker, thank you, Ranger Billy. I appreciate that. Hacker shows how anyone can unlock and drive off with someone else's Tesla. (laughs) Tesla's had a pretty rough month. I feel bad for Elon, but... uh, wouldn't that be, wouldn't it be a little bit scary if someone can unlock it and drive off it? Uh, what would happen if you were driving it? Can they also? Yes, they can. Uh, this from Ultra Pepe Lives as a, an important Ingram, story is out there today. Whoops, hold on a second. Important story was out there yesterday. Laura Ingram, and this is the Ingram Angle from Washington tonight. Late tonight, Attorney General Merrick Garland directed the U.S. Marshal Service to assist in providing 24-hour security to justices because of all the threats that they've received. So, in other words, all that calm and healing and serenity that Biden promised, it's been further away. September 20th, (laughs) September 27th, 2018, Q posted, Supreme Court justices will receive full-time security details pending Q. Nothing to see here. Look away. We're all just a bunch of crazy, whacked-out conspiracy theorists. And that, my friend, with five minutes left, I I finished everything. Figure out how the hell I got that much information out there today. Checking in with FCCED to see if there's any financial crimes out there today. U.S. lands the top spot as the world's biggest enabler of financial secrecy in the new index. That's great. Yep. Better than the Cayman Islands. The United States is the leader in money laundering. Congratulations to the United States of America for that ominous award. Checking in with the Department of Just Us. Getting rid of their speeches because they like to talk a lot over there. And seeing if they figure out how to do justice. Quintet of attorneys general statement in support of prosecutor general of Ukraine and investigations and prosecutions for Russian war crimes, whatever. We'll wait for Burisma. Two New Jersey men plead guilty in Pennsylvania in, in a scheme involving odometer tampering and title fraud. Former Massachusetts resident sentenced to 12 years in federal prison for sex trafficking. Hmm, interesting. Wasn't Barney, was it? Uh, Justice Department announces Director of Office for Access to Justice. Uh, read out of Tribal Nations Leadership Council meeting. That would be in a speech, wouldn't it? No, it has its press release. Uh, the Department of Justice announces new policy for charging cases under the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. <laughs> nice timing. I think Catgirl said and caught that one, too. Florida Power Company pleads guilty to workers' death case incident resulting in the death of five workers. Yesterday, we finished off with, let's see, ship... Chief engineer pleads guilty to intentional discharge of oily waste and obstruction of justice charges in New Orleans. And that, my friends, is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you guys for hanging out with me today, as you guys do every day. Appreciate you guys very much. Much love to you all. I hope you guys have a great evening and enjoy your night. Uh, Skeeter Burke's out there ahead of schedule. Wait, I want to know what I was missing. An Abe rant. Uh, Yeah, it's probably a good idea. I've been trying to do my best to just let them flow when they happen. There's an app for Tesla. Really? Let's go, Brandon. Seriously? There's an app for that. 
And if there's an app for it, there's also a way to hack it. Good point. Mr. Vax out there. I moved to Florida from New York in 2006. Smart move. Uh, indeed, that would be horrific to see that happen to your daughter. It's a terrible day out there for, for their family, and hopefully they'll get justice of some kind. Uh, everyone, all the lurkers out there on DLive, True Social, True Social, Rumble, which will soon be integrated into social, Tiger Network, and other places. Thanks for being here today, guys. Um, JC Bird, thanks again for the gift today. Dunaha, thanks for being here. OG Mary, much love to you guys. Johnny B, Freestyler Deplora, Laura, comfortably numb. Thanks, guys, for being here today. Let's go ahead and release the scratch off over there on the foxhole.app and go ahead and end it two minutes early since we're ahead of schedule today. You might as well go ahead and Hang out wherever you may. Who do we want to raid today over there? Let's see here. Um, you guys want to watch fishing? Probably not. Uh, Genghis Khan's out there, and Dwayne is not live yet. So I'll go ahead and just wrap it up here today, guys. So thanks for being here today. We'll be back here t- tomorrow for another edition of Uncensored Dave. Tomorrow is your chance to call in and tell me what I got wrong. Help me get it right. Or just your chance to call in and hang out with me for the two hours if you so choose. And with that, I want to say... Much love and God bless you all. We will see you guys tomorrow, 4 Central, 5 Eastern, for another edition of Uncensored Abe. God bless you all. Nikhil, Nikhil! Nikhil, Nikhil! Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.